Friends and lovers, welcome to Think of the Children. It's a show that we're doing now. We're starting it. It's a brand new podcast. Um, I am your host, Owen Piper, and with me is my friend. Would you like to introduce yourself, please? I've got to serve a laptop charger on. Fuck! We ruined it! Jay, this is the first episode, and it's ruined already. I'm sorry. It's I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'll do things. Jay is here, and he's going to help me. Jay, yeah. do you know why I've decided to start this show? Uh... Uh, no. I will tell you why, Jay. Do you know what just came out recently? Black Panther. That is correct! The movie Black Panther has come out, and I can't believe you guessed that. <laughs> I went to, to see it the other day, it was awesome. Oh, it was, no, it was very good, it was great, and I really like how like diverse it was, and how fantastic and like well shot it was. There was some iffy CGI here and there, but other than that, it was a phenomenal movie. But do you know what pisses me off about Black Panther, Jay? Uh, there wasn't enough Andy Serkis in it. Okay, that wasn't what I was going to say, but fair. That's you know fair. Um, no, what pissed what, what pissed me off about Black Panther was the fact that it's got all the money and I don't have any money. Oh, I see. That's a good problem. That, do you it's see my billion, issue? So it's got a billion fucking dollars, son. Yeah, and like since we started this podcast, it's made another four billion dollars. So like Jesus Christ, and we've been doing this for like five minutes. So um, so what I've decided to do in response, of course, to this multi-million dollar movie film is to start an internet podcast uh, that literally five people will listen to cool so um my, my premise my, my premise to this for this show jay is thus we you know how hollywood likes to recycle a lot of ideas yes i do can, it's annoying it's, it's frustrating right i say we do that because it's really really good at making money okay i like this plan i like money it's an excellent it's an excellent plan we both like money we're both capitalist worms feeding on the carcass of the proletariat. I don't know. We are the proletariat. Finally, this I can kinda... uh, fund my campaign of cocaine and prostitutes I've been planning since I was three. <laughs> since you were three years old, you've been planning yes. that campaign. That is that is quite a campaign. And that's like, what, 20, like 17 years in the making? Yeah. That campaign? Jesus. Um, so, do you... so? I, I suggest we just start just throwing some shit against the wall. Some and well, so sorry, throwing some gold against the wall and seeing what transforms into shit. Yes. Does that does that sound okay? So, what do you have any ideas? What 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 do you think we can destroy? I've got some stuff. I asked some people to send some stuff in about what they might want to see us kill. But I I I, I was asking, I was going to ask you, what do you think should be done first? I don't know actually. Uh, think was... carefully because this is our maiden voyage, so this has to be good. I was I was thinking about my own childhood and what films and shit I love. Okay, so what films of shit do you love from your? Channel? I like de- I like uh, I like Ghostbusters, but they already remade Ghostbusters. That. Yeah, they, yeah, Hollywood already did that. Um, that film wasn't terrible. It just was very mediocre. I found. I never saw it. To be honest, it was... I, I kind of like the I I I like the original film, and I don't know why they need to it... remake it. And that was it. I didn't want to see it. That was my whole. It was it was fine. The remake was fine. There were some good jokes in it. There were some not good jokes in it. There were some bits in it that weren't very good at all. But there yeah. was some. There was some. I've heard some like good reviews from like people I know. Like my mum loves it, and some other people were like, "Oh, it's pretty funny." And I was like, "Eh, not really that bothered." I don't really check out a lot of new films unless I really really want to see them because money. Money is a thing. Is a consistent problem, which is why again we started this podcast so we can go see more movies. Yes, and of course, cocaine and hookers. So, and, 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 and I mean, Hollywood's already destroyed Ghostbusters. That's they've done yeah. that. They've done that job for us. Well, if, if according to you, ask Hollywood has destroyed with that film. They destroyed both Ghostbusters and the concept of films because SJWs have got in there and just started. I mean, that's depending on who you ask. I couldn't disagree more with the latter. Oh man, um, SJWs, man, they're everywhere. I am one man. I got my card in the mail yesterday. It's great. <laughs> I was doing fucking physics all day with an sjw man it was completely fine and i was not uncomfortable in the least it's weird it's almost like if you don't bring up politics people won't talk about it um yeah. <laughs> um i've got some ideas here uh but one thing in my notes i've written down um are you, how, how familiar are you with the works of roald dahl jay uh i read two when i was a child which ones did you read i don't remember okay do you remember the one about the little girl who lived with Danny DeVito and got mind powers. 
Ah, oh, Matilda. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is, I think that's a very rich kind of vein that we could murder because all we have to really do is age Matilda up from a six years old to a 14 years old. Okay. And put her in an American high school and give her psionic powers. So like Carrie, but the TV series, but not, not with not good. Okay. Am I making sense? Yeah. So you're going to make a shit Carrie. Yeah. So there could be like an episode where I don't know her friend is having boy troubles, and so she has to use her mind powers to make a date go smoothly. Or she could use her mind powers to... Basically, this, this revolves around what would you do with psychic powers and make Matilda do it. Uh, what would I do with psychic That's a good question. I don't know why i do with psychic powers. I can't... I, I don't know what i do be with way, I would be way lazier. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> because I'm like... The amount of times I've been like, shit, I'm out of batteries and I can't be bothered to get up. The only reason I don't change the TV channel is because the remote is, like, on the other side of the room. If I could just, like, you know, fucking bibbidi bobbidi view that shit over to myself, I would never get out of bed. I don't watch TV. So I, I right, this know. is a problem for a podcast specifically about ruining television shows and movies. <laughs> I've seen... I've got Netflix. <laughs> oh, that's... Okay, so I, that's that's all you need. I don't, I don't have a TV license, so... T- yeah, that's TV. fucking buck wild that the British have to pay for a TV license. And, like, let's be real, that most of that budget is just going towards making more shit episodes of Doctor Who. Yeah, I stopped watching Doctor Who, I think, halfway through when Matt... What's his name? Matt Smith? That's the one. Uh, Matt Smith. I mean, it was good. But then, like, I like Matt Smith. He seems like a cool dude, but, like, the yeah. writing was god awful. That is a problem I have with Stephen Buffett, and I could talk about this for literally hours to the point where it could be its own separate show, so I won't <laughs> go into it too much. Um, I am excited, though. Jodie Whittaker, new Doctor, up for that. New Sir Runner, get rid of Stephen Moffat. Yes, please. So, you know, edgy high school Matilda, I'm thinking. Is that... I mean, how does... What, what do you think? Do you think we could run with that concept? Um, I don't know. Edge is the problem. We could get rid of the edge. We could make it like. Fucking... I tell you what. I tell you what is funny is uh, I I've never watched. Um, is it Riverdale? I was literally thinking about Riverdale when I wrote this down. I was thinking we could make it so fucking shit and like so like, untrue to the source I've, material. I've never watched it, and I've never really been into Archie comics. But one of my like a guy I used to like I like on YouTube, he was like talking about it, and I was like, this is the worst possible idea. You talk about Mother's Basement, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's I, great. it's it's he's great. No, he's great. Um, it's Canadian you. He's well. I mean, he's also funny, and I'm not. Um, but that's, that's besides the point. I, I think I think we could Riverdale the shit out of it, and like say, like have Matilda fall in love with Miss Honey, and finally make those weird fan fictions come true. Oh god, there's a lot. There's a surprising amount of fan fiction around, can not, surrounding. Can we not make a weird teacher high teacher student romance with a fourteen year old girl, please? Well, okay, so make her eighteen, and she's a she's a senior in high school. Make. Oh, is that? Oh, oh yeah, of course. You could make it like I think. I think you'd get honestly more use out of like psychic powers at a university. Oh yeah, the, sure. The amount of times you've been sat in a lecture and I'm like, man, I really wish my lecture was like floating and not talking about quantum mechanics. Yeah, man. Or like, oh man, if you were well, this is my university experience. Oh man, I wish my amiibo was slightly closer to me so I don't have to <laughs> scan it as bad. <laughs> Basically. They, like, that's all yeah, it is. Like, Amiibos and lectures were my were my university experience. My university experience is crying that physics is difficult. Hell and yeah. And wishing that I was doing D and D instead of optics. <laughs> Got a fucking thick ass stack of books right now and it is all about boring shit. But hence Seriously. hence why we've decided to create this podcast in order to make money and also to distract ourselves from the inevitable endless void that awaits yeah, us. Who at the even end. cares about the fundamentals of optics? <laughs> We can we, instead we can ruin some stuff. Um, I got some suggestions here from some of our well, I hope hopefully to be listeners. This is our first episode. We have no listeners yet. Um, uh, I think my mum will listen. That'll be okay. That's okay. So as long I like your mum, so as long as she listens, I think we'll be all right with it. Um, I've I'm got. Sure, I'm sure my friends will listen to it and basically spend the rest of the like the week comp, like quoting me to me. And then <laughs> to me. Well, that, what, that's how you know you've made it when you become quotable. That's when you know that you kind of like hit the um, the, the big show. My fucking, my fucking catchphrase is just going to be, ah, oh, piss off, you dick. <laughs> That's already your catchphrase. Can we, <laughs> I can imagine that on a t-shirt. Just, ah, oh, piss off, you dick. That's, oh, that's I want a, a t-shirt of my face just, like, flipping <laughs> the nose. Just, just a photograph of you in the most obscene kind of, like, gurning face I can think that you're pulling. <laughs> just flipping the burger. Ah, oh, piss off, you shit. Can you imagine? Uh, 
People coming, yeah, people wearing that on this on that. We we've just ruined fashion, and it's been ten minutes. So we're yeah. do, we're doing well. We were actually we were actually discussing yesterday at three o'clock in the morning after watching RuPaul's Drag Race for about two hours. Uh, we were like we were like, can we do a new? And I was like, can we do a new version of the show where instead of like everyone being in drag, it's just me <laughs> criticizing random people. I like this idea a lot. So um, they're just like, so someone just shows up and they're like, hey, what do you think of my outfit? I was like, you look like a fucking penis. I like this idea a lot, um, especially because of that cat's face. Um, <laughs> instead of, you know, oh shit, fuck. <laughs> Sorry, my giant, uh, my Winston Pop thing. Oh, it is dead. Now it is my podcast. <laughs> my Winston Pop vinyl just fell on my keyboard. Um, oh, no. I'm I, so instead of like the roof, the tra- the classic RuPaul, you know, sachet away, Shantae, you stay. It's, oh, piss off, you cunt, or you look all right. <laughs> yeah. No, well, no, how about this? We combine the two. So now we have a psychic university student <laughs> <laughs> drag race. But I like this. me. I love with this. me just going, Oh, you're a dick, fuck off. And then she just snaps my neck with psychic energy. I like it. And my, my final catchphrase is at last the void. <laughs> now the That's question it. the the main question I have, Jay, is do you have a Jersey whore as your sidekick, a la Michelle Visage? Because you need that shit. That's true. Um my friend Tom is from Surrey. We could use him. Uh, Surrey is, of course, the jersey of the UK. I don't so... know if he's actually from Surrey. I don't know where he's from. <laughs> he's near London. How, how long have you been friends with this man? I live with him. How do, how do you live with someone and not, especially at university, and not know where they're from? When I was there, like the first question we all asked was, "Oh, so where are you from? Also, do you like puss?" Yeah, like... we know we did. We did. We did that in the first social, but you forget that in the first social, I was off my fucking face. <laughs> and then I was like, cool. I think Steve's from India. And he was like, part of me is. And we were like, cool. That Are you sure you're not talking about yourself? Because No, no. It was really funny because my buddy Steve here, like, he's also, like, half Indian. So we were like, oh, cool. Like, that's like a link thing. And then oh. we just got really drunk. Cool. <laughs> you're a university student. I think, like, those four years are, like, government-funded getting pissed basically um so i like okay so back let's circle back because we keep we uh, I, I like this idea of rupaul's drag race meets matilda somehow start yes. featuring you i think that's phenomenal i don't <laughs> just the i've got this image in my head of you in full drag now for some reason oh you know i would rock drag uh, you would rock a dress you address somewhere wearing a dress somewhere. is there fucking really yeah, but it's really funny because you know how I usually have like really long hair. Yeah, it's me. I think I was in college and I still had like re- like my hair was it's like near its longest, and I have a full beard. I got. I just. I think I've just seen it. But it's and you know, you know, you know, you know, Will. He's also in a dress. Yeah, this ain't a dress. So just... This is a dressing gown. It's like a smoking jacket. Uh we're just there, like. Oh. I found one of you as a chitlin, um, in like tiny bab form, surrounded by friends. Which I've never seen uh, you. That's, that's, we need to go pat. We need basically any point from where you've just gone to like until I was in uni. You need to just skip. That's just nothing but bad. Oh, Boise. Oh, jeez. There's you flipping people off, which is fun. Which that, is quite. That sounds like me. That's classic for you. Yeah, I know this is you because you're swearing at people, and that's what you do most. That's what you do best. There's you dressed up as that edgy guy from Bleach. What? That's you as that edgy, edgy guy from Bleach with the mask. Oh yeah. I, yeah, that was me. I went to a Halloween party like that. Can we ruin Bleach? How would I ruin Bleach? I've never seen Bleach. How can we ruin Bleach? Uh, basically, you just let the guy who writes the sh- writes it do it. For, like, <laughs> Continue writing the show. <laughs> no, dude, that's the thing. They actually cancelled it because um, it just towards the end, like they gave it three chapters of the manga to finish the entire arc. Yeah. And then it was just like everyone was like, "Oh, okay, cool." It just got really bad really quick. <laughs> basically, like the first, the first like mini arc, and then the first arc are good, and then the rest of it's kind of just like a slow sort of like, eh, it's okay. I mean, I love it. I've always loved it. It was like my first of the big three. And then I watched... When you say I big watched... three, can you, can you explain to our anime illiterate audience, which is most people, what that is? In Japan, there is a, a manga magazine, which is like a Japanese comics magazine called Shonen Jump. And they used to have this thing called the big three. It's, di- it's a different big three now, but it's still there. But the original big three was three series, which was Bleach, Naruto, and One Piece. Sorry, and I didn't uh... recognise that second one. Do you mean Boruto's dad? Yeah, Boruto's dad. So... <laughs> And Boruto's dad, Shippuden. <laughs> Boruto's dad, Shippuden, Senpai. Um, uh, yeah, so those are the big three. And you would, you would, most people have like a favourite one. And I, I finished Bleach, went on to Naruto, couldn't stand the voice acting, so I read it. I went on to like watch One Piece and I was like, cool, there's too much. And I just stopped <laughs> watching anime. One Piece is still going, right? Yeah, it's over like, a, it's, I think Bleach got to 700 chapters. Jesus! Yeah, but One Piece is like, 
over a thousand now. Actually, um, there's two other ones. I Hajime no Ippo is over a thousand now for sure. It was that was over like a couple of years ago, so I don't know if that's still going. I want to say Detective Conan was as well. Conan but, like, is Conan. I think Conan's still uh, still rocking. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. But the I, anime I is definitely Conan. still being produced. So welcome to. Okay. So that was the anime portion of the podcast. <laughs> I love anime. I don't actually. I went off it. I fucking hate anime, but I still watch it. I still pay for a oh, fucking Crunchyroll subscription, but I still watch the fucking things. I just watch whatever's on on Netflix. I I rewatched Durarara, which is really funny because I was watching it in a room full of people who don't watch anime. Yeah. So I'm just there like. <laughs> explaining shit. Durara's fuck kind of, yeah. I I try so I keep meaning to get into Durara. It's my favorite anime. I love it. Well, let's ruin it. How can I ruin it, Jay? Tell um, me how, tell me how to kill the thing you love most. Basically, you just do what they did in the second season. A lot, they, right, a lot of this podcast is probably going to end up being if you let it run long enough, it will die. <laughs> well, no, because the thing is, it's like they they could have kept going and it would have been good. They would have just added more surreal shit, but what they did is they they altered the way the story pans out because right. like the way they did it in the first, they do it in the first season is basically just a bunch of incomprehensible shit happens, and then one event happens. You're like, oh my god, everything makes sense, and it's really cool because you put it together yourself, um, which is really cool when you go back and rewatch it, like I did. And you're like, oh my god, I never noticed that before. I never noticed this, and like other thing. Um, but then they do when the second season. What they do is basically they show you a bunch of incomprehensible shit, and then they basically spend an episode examining the incomprehensible shit that happened, or at least that's why I remember happening. And it was kind of like that kind of takes the fun out of it, but. Sure. I might, I might have just completely made that up because I, I do not trust my mind with anything. <laughs> so if we were to remake Durarara, which of course we're going to do and we're going to sell it and it's going to be a million dollar success like a Hollywood overnight billion dollar Black Panther killer, we would have to basically just make, get Stephen Moffat to write it for one thing. Yeah, basically. Because he, he can, that man can ruin anything he touches. It's kind of uncanny. It's, kind of, it's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's an ability I wish I had. Um, okay, so I've got some suggestions here from some future listeners potentially. Um, if you're ready for some of those, uh, let's have a look. Some of these, some of these are good. Some of them were um, I've not seen, so I'm relying on you. Um, we got the same one from two people, Bryony Rowland and Lucy Rogers, both suggested Scooby Doo, uh, but the live action movies already kind of ruined those, so I don't really know. Well, it's really funny because I watched. I like. I love Scooby Doo. I grew up on Scooby Doo. Who like, doesn't um, love Scooby Doo? Fucking fantastic. That's true. So the original series is really, really funny to go back and watch. And then uh, they had a couple of weird shows. What's New Scooby-Doo was all right. I that was like pretty that. good. I like that. It was very faithful to the original, which is all. They, course... they did the live action movies, which is a kid. You're like, oh, that's awesome. And then you go back and watch it like, oh, wow, cool. I watched it again, like with my little, like with my stepbrother. He's like 12 years old. And we, uh, he's a 12 years old. And we watched it. And I was like, this movie is piss. Yeah. Just... <laughs> it's really funny because if you, I went on then my mum and like when I was a, I think it was in like it was either like secondary school or like college or whatever. So like my mum and I were watching when we saw TV, we were watching like um like we were going Cartoon Network where they had like the new Scooby Doo like um Mystery Incorporated. Oh yeah, and uh, I remember watching it and I was like, this is quite actually genuinely amusing and funny and well written, and it's actually really funny because I I my mum put it on like a while back and I was watching it and I was like, oh this is actually good. I don't know what to I had no joke. That's it. It's just a good show. It's a so good show. We, there's, no, there's no goof we could, here. We could we could ruin that. We could definitely ruin that. How would we ruin that? Apart from just make it live action and write the Scooby Doo movie again. Uh, <laughs> was Scrappy well, Doo in that show? I never watched the new version, so was Scrappy. No, Scrappy. They took Scrappy Doo out. They right. Well, that was. Changed, there's our first thing. Whole, put Scrappy back the whole in. setting. We'll put Scrappy Doo back in. They had Taylor Lautner basically playing himself, so we get rid of that entire arc because that was amazing. Okay. Get rid. Yeah. So get rid of that. Um. Who else do they have? Um. They had cool cosmic horror twists at the end. Oh no, no, no! Children can't handle that. Children's minds are too subtle and malleable for cosmic horror. Yeah. What are you talking yeah. about? You need an old man. You need a spooky old man with a with a smoke with a smoke projector saying, "You damn kids, get rid of my inheritance." That's really funny because like there is a character who's straight up supposed to be H.P. Lovecraft. Of course there is. <laughs> except except not a shitty human being. Yeah, I was gonna say like H.P. Lovecraft is great, and then you're like, oh yeah, the slavery. That's really funny because I'm, I'm just there like I love Bloodborne. It's inspired by Lovecraftian, but I don't want to talk about Lovecraftian. Yeah, you can talk about like the the work. The work is influential. The man is a piss. Yeah. Is there any other like how else like get rid of the cosmic horror? Put Scrappy back in. It makes Scrappy a mainstay of every episode. Makes Scrappy solve all the problems. Makes Scrappy possess Rowan uh, Atkinson again. You could you could, you could cont- I don't know if they. I don't. I didn't ever finish the show. I just watched most of it and then watched bits at the end. But you could definitely keep the weird, annoying, and stupid Velma Shaggy romance going. Wait, what? Yeah, there's a it, this the show starts and like Shaggy and Velma are like in a relationship. I'm sorry, what? No, what? Yeah, basically, and it's really funny because basically all Velma does is just bitch. 
But Velma like, and Shaq... That, that, right, no one in Scooby-Doo has any sexual attraction to anyone. It's a completely no, sterile they, environment. They, you, did, they, did, they did have the um, Fred and Daphne thing, but that's fine. Yeah, of course, because that's like... I mean, that's not like a sexual attraction. That's like just... <laughs> that's just they're in love. That's fine. But like, they, they do a couple times make it kind of a bit like, oh, we should make out. And I'm like... Okay. Like cool. what? No, Scooby Doo. No, what? Yeah. This is a PG. This is like a. This is a U environment. There is no romance. No one dies, and that. And there is certainly no. There's certainly no lovemaking. Yeah. Involved. There's like. It's just. It's so it's, so we can insert a weird edgy like pregnancy subplot and like Daphne. No. <laughs> like <laughs> like Daphne gets pregnant and like it turns right. out the baby is Scrappy Doo. <laughs> through, through weird cosmic horror bullshit, it's a puppy dog that speaks perfect English. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> and then we have to have this weird arc where we realise that Scooby-Doo is the father. I mean, well no, like not literally, like through through like midichlorians or something. <laughs> or like, yeah, no, through, no, through eating too many Scooby snacks, yeah, it turns many, into a dog. That's too many, too many Scooby snacks and he entered his soul reperform. <laughs> <laughs> he entered he went, a dark, a dark covenant to create yeah, yeah. a dog human hybrid. Oh Christ! Which, which was, which was, which was, uh, which was, um, oh fuck, damned by RuPaul in her beauty. <laughs> she was like, "This is hideous." No, will not mm-hmm. be in my drag race. I will say, I love RuPaul, but sometimes her laugh catches me off guard. Oh yeah, because, no, it fucks me up. Because sometimes, like, she doesn't move. She just opens her mouth and a laugh comes out. Which is really funny because I was tr- I like, it's really weird because I was listening to System of a Down, and I okay. believe I was I believe I was listening to okay. uh, I was listening to Sugar I believe, which is a really, really messed up song, <laughs> and I fucking took my headphone off slightly and I heard RuPaul laughing and that made me more uncomfortable than um, a song about like yeah whatever the fuck Sugar is about. Oh Christ. I thought you were gonna say like RuPaul's laughter like bled perfectly yeah. into the song and like it sounded like a perfect match like oh my god I had, that would I have been fucking, terrifying. It's really funny. If I had the friendly love system over there. We were just sat at my place a while back and we were playing games and he just went sugar, <laughs> which is like it was, <laughs> I was like I hadn't listened to the song at that point. I was like <laughs> yeah, what the fuck are you talking two, about? It's it's two a.m. What are you singing? <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> Here's a fun fact about RuPaul's Drag Race. Did you know that in fact all the competitors on that show are not women? And that's my joke for the evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Coming up uh, next from uh, Courtney Griffiths is a show I think you might have seen. Uh, do you remember the Disney Channel show Recess? Is that the cartoon? It is the cartoon show, yes. I love the cartoon. That was so good. Wait, there, wasn't, there was a version that wasn't a cartoon? No, I meant it was at the cartoon Recess. Not yeah, the cartoon, yeah, yeah, yeah. The cartoon show Recess with TJ and Mikey and Gretchen and Vince and Spinelli yeah. and Gus and... How the fuck did I remember all those off the top of my head? <laughs> like... It's really funny because we, when we were watching, anim- like, because I, I basically just put on a bunch of anime. Like, I have this one week where, like, we were all just hanging out doing assignments because of various reasons to do with like the uni. So we were like all at home a lot of the week. So we were just sat there and I just put on anime and I was just sat there like, that's that voice actor, that's that voice actor, that's that voice actor. And they were like, why do you know that? And I was like, I don't know why I know that, and I also don't know why I know that, and I don't know this equation which everybody knows. This equation. Oh, the, oh, the the the, the yeah. fun physics I'll, equation. I thought I'll it was all about some kind of weird anime equation. It was like, oh, yeah. Laura Bailey plus Travis Willingham equals good good show. Like they're having, a, I think they're having a kid. Do you wait? Are they really? Yeah, I think on Twitter Fucking they're great. I, Hold on, I'm gonna look that up. You okay. talk about your thing. Okay, so recess. Uh, uh, how can we how can we destroy recess? Is the thing I want to know. And I'm thinking again, if we just make it like the, the Netflix original series Riverdale, uh, and incorporate <laughs> like make the teacher forty years younger. Have a weird romance subplot. Um, I don't know. Make TJ like a fun DJ kid. Yeah. Vince is good at basketball. I mean, he was good at basketball in the show, but like he's like good at it, but he hates it and wants to dance instead. I see. <laughs> Which leads me on to my next suggestion um, from Megan McInnes. Uh, High School Musical is something we can try and ruin. I feel like. Uh, do you have any affinity with that? No, I hate it, but I know exactly how we could ruin it for everyone who likes Okay, that. okay, do it. Do it. Uh, everybody is exactly the same, except all of the lyrics are... Except all of the song styles are Slipknot, System of a Down, Mushuga, and various other shit like that, and it would be amazing. <laughs> that would be quite good. I'd like to see that. I'd like to awesome. see, like, Vanessa Hudgens fucking belt out some fucking screamo bangers. Also, I was right. They are having a baby. You've just sent the message, yes. All right. Oh, that's, that's cute. adorable. I love how they did it. 
That's great. I haven't looked. Oh, wait, they, oh, they did like a little carrot cheek because they're on critical roll together. That's very cute. Yeah. That's very cute. I like that his health is over 1,000 as well. Charisma 18 is fucking stupid. A baby has a charisma of zero. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no baby has a charisma of, of 18. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's true. I hate kids. No, it's not even that. It's that the children can't... Like, they have, they have, like, natural... like Intelligence 14! Fuck off, Laura Bailey. I, no, this is unrealistic. Whoa. Don't be mean to Laura Bailey. Hey, I love Laura Bailey, but, like, her fucking little character sheet was very unrealistic, and I don't, I don't, I don't know how to, how to handle that. Me too. Oh, I was... I was his, my, my girlfriend does not like anime at all. Um, Why the fuck are you dating her? Because uh, she's lovely, and I adore her. Um, but she doesn't like the animes. What are you talking about? It's fine. She got me into semi into Star Trek, so I guess I eventually will get her into anime. But I doubt it because she's from the north. Ugh, northern. And they will. She will fight me to the death, and she Ugh. will win because she's way stronger than I am. And she's from the north, like they're trained for like battle combat. Yeah, up there. yeah she's a. <laughs> she's just a badass. <laughs> she's a physics. She's a physics badass and a physical badass, and I don't know how I won that. You you love her very much. Like, don't yeah. question it. She's on she's on your team. Don't question it. Um, no, I, just, I just was like I was near her long enough that she was like, eh, I guess he's all right. I'll keep him. Yes, you you you. <laughs> I was about to get very sexual then. So yeah, you know what? You could be my pet. I'm like that's a bit weird, isn't it? <laughs> well, no, because not... my 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 fucking nickname on her phone for ages was sex slave in Klingon. It's cute. It's a little bit cute, I guess. It's also really fucking weird. Uh, it's very weird. In my friend's phone, my nickname is toilet slut. <laughs> Uh, I, there's a story behind that, but you're not going to know what it is. Uh, let's move on. No, but yeah, uh, no, sorry. Quickly before we move on. But the point was, I was making to watch anime, and we were watching Full My Alchemist, and Lust came up, and I was like, guess who wait, that brotherhood- is? Hang on, sorry. Brotherhood or original? Brotherhood. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> so Lust came up, and I was like, that's Laura Bailey. She was like, I don't care. And I was like, but she voices Serana in Skyrim, and you love Skyrim. She's like, yeah, I still don't care. And I was like, I rude. care. That's very rude of her. Um, I've been like ranting about the show nonstop for about twenty minutes, so she's probably just sick of me. To be fair, like if you get me going on Full Metal Alchemist, I could talk about that fucking TV show for way too long. It's very yeah, good. Too. This will eventually, if we keep on this podcast, this will become a fucking Full Metal Alchemist fan podcast, which is not the intended like, function. Um, yeah. <laughs> another uh, suggestion comes from Kaylee Brooks. Uh, she suggested Friends, the TV show Friends. Have you seen Friends? Uh, I don't really like Friends that much. I mean. You know, I mean, I, I I can understand why it's okay, but it's not great. But we can ruin it for sure. Like a lot of people love that show. I say we bring it back as like a one-off movie and like make every character Ross. <laughs> and that's a, <laughs> I think that's a good way of doing it because like Ross, like all the characters in Friends are kind of assholes, but they all have like insecurities that make you like them. Like if you knew a Chandler Bing in real life, you'd hate him. But he has, yeah. like, those little insecurities that you like a lot. Ross has none of that. He's just a douchebag. So just just make every character Ross. Like, like, a... Wasn't there a story like when he banged one of his students and just didn't... Yeah, it was Ross. fucking weird. It was fucking dumb. So he had sex with a student, and they entered a romantic relationship together. But, like, to, but he wanted out of it because uh, he thought she was too young for him. And it ended with her, like, having, like, a water balloon fight. Like, an eight years old, not, like, a 19 years old. I'm like, this is weird, Ross. This yeah. is this is a weird this is a weird move, Marta Kaufman Crane. I don't know if that's your name or not, but it was a weird fu- Bright Kaufman Crane. Those are their names. It's a weird fucking move. Maybe don't do that. There's a lot of there's a lot of weird moves that showmakers are like. That's a good idea. Yeah, it's a good plan. Like everything Stephen Moffat has ever said. Like uh, the whole thing of like what the writers of fucking Game of Thrones were going to do after Game of Thrones, and everyone was like, why would you do that? I have no idea what that is. They were going to do a show about slavery, I think. Oh, yeah! And then and everyone was like, like, this is a really bad plan, don't do it. Yeah, and everyone was like, you already ruined Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> like, which, don't... Is, which is quite <laughs> hard, because again, George R.R. R. Martin has been trying to ruin Game of Thrones for years. Yeah, but like, you know, there's like loads of scenes that they like were in the book that they added. It's a bit like, why did that need to happen? Because it ha- we have to get the sex on it, else people will stop talking about the show. Like, that's the only reason people started watching it. It's like Lord of the Rings, but with tits. I can't exactly tell you how, how many times mind. how many times I heard people say it's like Lord of the Rings with tits when it first came out. But like, I was like, I don't like, care. Watched, Is the show good? I watched the first season when I was in secondary school, and then uh, I proceeded to watch the rest of the shows in, um, like, the rest of the seasons in uh, uni, like, this summer. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, the first time I, like, the first season, I was like, man, there was a load of cool stuff, but, like, they gave the dragons to Daenerys. And uh, they were like, everyone was like, yeah, so? And I was like, I just don't like Daenerys. 
How fucking dare? How how dare you? I don't even I watch just, the show, and I fucking love her. I don't know. I think it's just a. I think it's just a preference. I don't like. I don't like her arc. I don't like. I've got no problem with Amelia Clark. I just. I'm not a fan of the character. Yeah, I think Amelia. Clark, I think Amelia Clark in part made her likable. Yeah. But like, I was just like the actual character with the shit she does. The the way she goes. I just don't like characters who are like, oh, like the world should be good, and I'm gonna make it good, and there's like no compromise because like the whole point of the show is that like. Like Nothing is immoral absolutes, yeah. Yeah, like like Tyrion is a good is the is, is, is like the best character, but he still has morally grey moments, and you're like, oh cool, like that's actually, you know, interesting. But we're like with Daenerys, she's like, I want to be like nice to everyone. I'm like, but you can't be, really. You're gonna have to make some hard decisions. And then season seven happened, and I was like, what have they done? They've made you even worse. All I know is that at one point, um, there was a blue eyes white dragon in it. And there was a blue There was memes about that for a long time, and yeah. that's that's all I know about the latest season of Game of Thrones is that the the White Walker is now Seto Kaiba, <laughs> which is fun. The White Walker King Man, the the one with the face. Uh, the edgiest thing I've heard today, actually, to do with Yu Gi Oh, was I was sat in labs and someone started yelling about Blue Eyes White Dragon, and I turned around. And I was like, "Whoa, whoa! Don't mess around with the Shadow Realm." And my friend looked me dead in the eye and said, "I am the Shadow Realm." Well, that's. And I was like, wow, okay. that's literally some eight years old shit. I'm just, you just said. He's like, he's older than me as well, so I don't know what the fuck happened there. I was like, what? The fuck? <laughs> I love him though. He's great. Excellent. Um, Holly Walker has made a suggestion that you might know. I don't know this because it kind of just kind of hit me as I was coming out of that phase. But um, the TV show that's so Raven. Oh no! I think when I was because the thing is, is like I've never really liked a lot of live action Disney shows. Yeah, um, so, it kind of, I kind of bounced off them as well, like Wizards of Waverly Place stuff like that. I kind of was just like, nah, this ain't for me. When I was younger, um, I would like I had like a like like a when I would come from like secondary school, I would go past my friend's place and I would stay there. And my mum would come pick me up, and she would always watch this shit. And I would be like, I would every now and then she wouldn't be there, and her mum would be like, oh, why don't you put what you want on? And I'd like go to Sky One, there'd be like Futurama, and I'd be like, fuck, fuck yeah. yeah. But like, uh, no, so I was always made to watch them. So I was just there, like, some of these are funny. I used to have a crush on, uh, is it Victoria Justice? Whatever her name was. Everyone had a crush on Victoria Justice. Yeah. I still have a crush on Victoria Justice. She's a flawless human being. But um, I was just there, like, I never watched the show. I just thought she was pretty. But like, I was always into, like, SpongeBob and uh, Robot Boy and stuff like that. Speaking of uh, Nickelodeon and Disney and whatnot, um, I also got the SpongeBob sweatpants. That's also from, ending soon. That's also was, from Megan McInnes. I was gutted. It's not ending. It was a hoax. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was not. It's not real. Uh, I looked it up. I looked into it because I was like, "What? That can't be right." Because SpongeBob is the only thing that's keeping Nickelodeon on air ever since Butch Hartman left. Yeah. Is there a way we can ruin SpongeBob? I mean, because apparently it's doing quite well. Like, I know, I know, it's not great anymore. Like it was like in before the first movie, but apparently it's, it's doing okay. It's the. It's funny because like, you can see like a marked improvement in like it's, like, it's weird because like they. I remember years and years and years and years ago they had like a they had like a a, a half term. Well, they would have half term like SpongeBob marathons. Oh yeah, just all all week SpongeBob, SpongeBob. Yeah, SpongeBob, yeah. And I would watch them, and it's really funny because they could go from the start to the end. By the end of the week, like they would play a lot of episodes, obviously, but they'd like the improvement of the quality would go up. And even now, it's like the animation quality is really good. I got another suggestion here from Izzy Nichols. Uh, uh, are you familiar with the films uh, The Land Before Time movies? I am aware that they exist. I've never watched them. I mean, again, same. This is an issue because a lot of these things we haven't seen, <laughs> so it's yeah. kind of hard to ruin something if you don't know how to ruin it. But I mean, like the Land Before Time. I know, I know exactly. Here, here is a comprehensive list of things I know about the Land Before Time. It's well animated. There's dinosaurs, and Littlefoot's mother dies. So if we we could just like make like a half hour documentary about how dinosaurs decompose, and that could be like an interesting fucking yeah. Well, like, I think kill. what we should do is we should play the intro normally, and yeah. then just have like the meteorite hit, and then just have like a, like a sped up process of how uh, animal matter becomes oil. Yes, I love this idea a lot because then we it. have, but have it like on like a held shot on just like a beloved character's face the whole yeah. time, and watch them decompose and turn into like... oil, and then go into someone's car, and then suddenly it's a message about the environment. Like... I'll be driving the car, I'll be like, man, <laughs> <laughs> fuck no, <laughs> don't drive. This oil's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> this oil's an asshole. You can put that shit like before a Disney movie, it's like a short, and that would win Academy Awards. I don't want and this just... entire podcast to be me just putting myself in films, swearing at whatever we're talking about. <laughs> it's a, it's, it, 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 I mean, it, it would make the, a lot of films better. Like, yeah. Like, I don't want to sit through Man of Steel again, but if you just turned up in it halfway through and I've like, never, to... I haven't watched any of the DC it's films. So, they're so bad, man. They're so bad. Wonder Woman, very good. Everything else is dreck. 
It's really funny because I, I watched Wonder Woman and I didn't initially like it. I don't know why. And I think it was because um, I don't like, na- I, like, I, like I said, I don't really like naive characters where everyone's like, oh, the world should be a certain way. I'm like, well, the world fucking isn't. You deal with it, bitch. But um, I think at the, at the start of the film, like, I really didn't like that Diana was like, oh, the world should be a certain way. And I was like, just fucking, you're an Amazonian. You're supposed to know that war is terrible. But, like, going back and, like, thinking about it and, like, reading some reviews, I was like, you know what? Actually, this movie is a lot smarter than I give it credit for. The ending is dumb. Yeah. With the fight. That's stupid. But Chris yeah. Pine was fucking... Chris Pine was good in that movie. I mean, he was he, fine. No, I thought he was great. I liked, um, I liked the Scottish guy as well, but I like him in, like, a lot of films. Um, but no, it was, it, was a, it was a decent film. I liked it. I liked, um, I, I definitely think it would have been better if, um, you know, there wasn't Ares. What you're saying is you want more Ares. Yes, more Ares. <laughs> so more Ares. We more Ares. make Diana worse. <laughs> make Diana so that every time something bad happens, she just cries nonstop because that'll really help. Yes. That'll really help, like, feminine characters in film come out of their own, where they're... Yeah, oh, hell yeah. Their leader is just crying hysterically. And have them get saved by men all the time. And her, we- and her weapon is a ladle. That'll really be really, really progressive. <laughs> oh, Christ, can you imagine? Jesus just fucking like, oh, Christ. God. I'll be like... I'm so glad. The thing is, this is what upsets me, there is an alternate reality where that exists. That's well, the worst part. But the, the, <laughs> best, the, the best part is, we then have Bill Nighy dressed as me. <laughs> See I'm not see I'm not in it, so it doesn't count. So, okay. <laughs> and he's okay. going You're a fucking dick. But fucking he's dickhead at, Aries, mate. He's, he's pointing at Aries like what are you doing, mate? Fucking dickhead, mate. Fucking dickhead. Oh dear. Uh what else we got? I've got another request here from again from Brian Rowland once again. Uh the story of Tracy Beaker. Oh, I hate that show. You hate tra- fucking hell man. How am I friends with you? I don't know. <laughs> that show was great. Uh no. Whatever happened to fucking Tracy Beaker herself. Danny Har- uh, Danny Harmon, or the yeah. fuck her name is. Uh, sh- no, she's around. Um, it's coming back. The show's coming back. Uh, rather, the book's coming back. The book returns uh, as a character, uh. Uh, as like a single mother on a council estate. But Danny Harmon is currently doing nothing, from what I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> her last role was in 2014 as a guest presenter on the British Soap Awards. <laughs> it's like a. It's really funny when you have like certain characters, like certain actors, where you're like, "What do they do now?" And they're like, "Oh, cool." No, I'm looking. I'm looking at her television credits, and it's fucking, you know, like whatever shit. This character called Emily, then Tracy Beaker, Tracy Beaker, Tracy Beaker herself, Tracy what, Beaker, Tracy Beaker. I'm... I'll tell you what is funny is when you're like uh, the other day. Have you seen Dirk Gently, Solicitor Detective Agency? I haven't, and I want to. It it's looks super good. good. I love it. It's my new favourite show on Netflix, but I was watching it, and my family was like, what has Elijah Wood done? And I was like, surprisingly, quite a bit. Wait, you said, what has Elijah Wood done? Yeah. Well, I didn't say it. Somebody else did. I was, like, curious, because I never really keep, kept tabs on him. She'd seen Elijah Wood is in everything. Yeah, I know. But, like, I didn't realise how much he was actually in. Yeah, he's done a lot of stuff. It's, yeah, like, holy shit! Man. Oh fucking! I've just read this part of Danny Harmer's Wikipedia page. Um, okay. She branched into the music business and signed a three million dollar record deal. She recorded her album and released the single, which is the theme from her TV show Danny's House. But the album was never actually released, and it was later confirmed she abandoned her music career. She had a three million dollar record deal and never went anywhere with it. Like what the fuck? That's amazing. It's kind of like Blink One Eight Two. <laughs> Fucking hell! Uh, she was on Strictly as well. If that's if, any, of if anyone else, she was. This is the Danny Harmer appreciation section of the podcast. Yeah, every <laughs> every every other week we talk about how Danny Harmer was on Strictly one time and no one gave a shit. <laughs> she was on Strictly come down to one time and yeah, which is every British celebrity. Like you can like you can throw a dart at like a board of British people and like there's a good chance that they were on Strictly. I fairly certain I was on Strictly at some point. I just don't remember it. <laughs> Like, yeah, you just, you just flick through the like the reruns, and you're just on the stage. You're just on the dance floor, like, ah, oh, I get here. F- when the fuck did that happen? <laughs> just, <laughs> oh no! I'm in this the finals. When, when, <laughs> when did this happen? I'm in the finals. Jesus. Oh god. You're like you're like dabbing your nose, and there's white powder. You're like, ah, yeah, okay, cool. Da- dabbing is the only thing I can do. So that's that's the only dance move I got. Um. So we need to pick one of these things, and we need to we need to really run with it. We need to find the nugget, as it were, and. What, what of 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 the things I have pitched? What do you think would make a good? I still like the psionic university student just because of the amount of like 
I think there could be some stuff we can run with with that. Now, but the thing, thing is, is, with the it's, it's so like because the university is just so apeshit insane on its own. Yeah, and so you add in psychic, psychic powers, adding psychic Wunderkind. <laughs> is that the wrong oh word? yeah no because I forgot like Matilda is like really fucking smart. Yeah. As well, so that's like that's good. Um, so what's the tone of this show? Are we going for more like again? Are we going for more Riverdale or are we going for Hannah Montana? Uh, I think it's like a mix where it's like it's like I don't really. Those are very disparate styles. So can you please no, no, no. explain to me how we mix? I think what it is is that every now and then, like it's compl- it's like completely serious. Like everything is played serious, and like we put like a like a weird like kind of bluey gray filter over everything we film, even if it's like broad daylight. But every now and then, it like randomly like the the tone of the show never changes, but we just yeah. change the way we shoot it. Okay. So suddenly, like it's super bright, <laughs> and super like comical, but like people are still like, yeah, like, yes, uh, I'm uh, doing drugs, mom, God, yes, but it's yeah, like, like it's... I'm addicted to heroin now, dad, and that's like, it's just bright lights and there's sparkles everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I've got. Uh, can I just can I take that idea and run with it for a moment? Okay, so the idea is like it's shot kind of similar again to like a drama, but for two minutes out of every episode, we have a random, very upbeat musical number. <laughs> Okay. That has seemingly nowhere to go with it. So, like, oh, no, no, perhaps... no, 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 I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. We do, no, 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 we go back, to... we keep your idea, but we change it slightly. We're basically, uh, the show is completely serious, it's still shot the same way, like, completely serious. But in these scenes, in the background, is a random musical number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So, it's like, okay, so, okay, in, the, okay. so in, the, in the scene where the guy is like, he's like finally giving into his addiction to heroin. Uh, in his back garden is uh, a man playing fetch with his dog and singing about how he loves his wife. <laughs> okay, okay. I like this, I like this. Um, so, the characters, of course, Matilda would be our, our main character. She's a teenager, yeah. she has psychic powers. She but can obviously make you would call her, her Matty because that's more edgy than Matilda. Yeah, you can't, she would, she, she hates being called Matilda. Yeah, and she like... She hates it, except by one boy that she really has a crush on. Oh, it's true. And maybe she hates her psychic powers. Yeah, there's like um, there's no joy in this show at all. Her dad uh, is Danny DeVito still. Yeah, her dad's <laughs> Danny DeVito, but I think like he should be very distant. He's not mean. He's just really distant. Yeah, he's very distant. He's not mean. He just has trouble displaying affection. He's and very, is always he's very busy detached, with his. But like, and every now and then we get a shot of like you know, um. Like, Him like looking longingly at his daughter, like God, I wish I had a better relationship with you. Yeah, he's like he's like stood on his porch, like like smoking a cigarette, and like you know he's watching the ice cream man sing about princesses and magical fairy <laughs> unicorn ice creams, thinking like just ah. nodding, nodding, yes, just like, just like oh, you know I struggle so much, but I'm so proud of my daughter. I just wish I could tell her. I just wish I could figure out a way to tell her, but I can't because yeah, yeah. I I Danny DeVito, <laughs> his dad is actually just Danny DeVito playing himself. Um. <laughs> Danny DeVito's dad is Danny DeVito in a mustache. <laughs> okay. And Danny DeVito's grandfather is Danny DeVito in a grey mustache. That's what, that's, that, a grand mustache, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other characters, we've of course got Miss Trunchbull. She would have to be in it as like one of the big kind of like baddies. But she dies halfway through season one and yeah. we just write someone no, else. No, I've got, a, I've got a better idea where basically um, leading up to this story, the, the, the crux of the show is basically uh, Matilda or Matty can no longer handle, uh, you know, all of this, and just, like, snaps and just kills her. And, like, the rest of the show is her dealing with it. Ooh. Okay, now, kind of, okay, the problem with that is you've now made a good show. Which is, which is an issue. So, oh, yeah. she, oh, maybe she kills her by, like, throwing her in the choker with mind powers. Yeah. Or the cho- or the pokey, or what the fuck it was called. That big, that, that thing that was definitely very illegal. Yeah, and also horrifying. Yeah, you've got Professor, like, Honey, which is, of course, the love interest, which is weird for a lot of people. For so- A lot of people, like, have this... W- There's a lot of Matilda fanfiction in which Matilda grows up but Miss Honey stays the same age and they have yeah, children okay. together. I guess it's and like it's, a... I don't know. Uh, it's let's it's not fucking... Let's not go to the, not go to the weird. site. It's, it's weird. Yeah. It's wrong, it's weird, and let's not get... Like, don't... Like, so, just... but, but, you know, so we make Miss Honey, like, the same age as she is in the in the thing, but Matilda's eighteen, so they can have a relationship. You know what you know what you could do. You could do you could do a simple thing. We basically uh, Matilda's doing a very like technical subject, so Miss Honey is now a post grad. Ooh, that's better. Okay, so yes. she's not like super weird. So it's still like taboo. What's her not... first name? I need to know what Miss Honey's first name is. 
B. I've put it. I don't think it's B. <laughs> B, honey. <laughs> B, honey. <laughs> it's Jennifer. Uh, can we change it to? Can we change it so her first name is B as in Beatrice? Yeah, it's, okay. It's, it's keeping yeah. the theme of honey, but her last yeah. name is Ed, her last name is Edge. <laughs> <laughs> so her name is Beatrice Edge, but she goes by B, so she's B Edge. B Edge, why? What? But no, because then who who knows who Miss Honey is? Like because she's called B. It's Honey. <laughs> I mean. Okay, so I guess we'd have to have like a throwaway line about how like she's she's sweet as honey. She's very nice. But she's secretly struggling with, like, I don't know. Let's be careful here. She's looking for her brother who went missing 14 years ago. <laughs> or something. She's, she's looking for the brother who actually ran away with Danny DeVito. Hell yeah. Speaking of which, oh no, because Danny DeVito's character had a son in the movie Matilda. He was, named, he was called Michael. Oh. Um, yeah, the brother could run away with Michael. So okay, so both okay, so that's the central mystery. Both of these characters' brothers have gone missing. Yeah, and I don't know, like Miss Trunchbull killed them, or Willy yes, Wonka. No, yes, yes. Okay, so like... Miss Trunchbull killed these two brothers, but she hasn't told anyone. Matilda yeah. finds out, kills Miss Trunchbull with psychic powers, is overcome with guilt because now she hasn't, she she can't face a fair trial. Fuck, this is a good show we've made, Jay. We've accidentally made a good, compelling, edgy, like, teen drama. Okay, sure. (laughs) Throughout the entire murder sequence, someone's sitting in the background thinking about how they enjoy having all their blood in their body. Just... (laughs) Oh, man. Or just, like... I don't know. Just, like, loads of really positive messages about, like, healthy lifestyles. Yeah. But just all this terrible shit in the front. Like... Yeah. All the time. There is one scene that we're going to need to do in this thing that needs to be in it, and that, and I'm going to say the word cake scene. Oh, Santa Claus eating cake, right? No, Bruce Bogtrot okay. are eating the cake. What are you want about? I don't know. I haven't seen Matilda. You haven't seen Matilda? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in okay in the movie Matilda, there's a scene in which a fat child eats some cake. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> he's not allowed to eat the cake, but a fat child eats some cake. Um, oh, and... They put him in the hole. Yeah, no, 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 no. They don't put it in the hole. The teacher, Miss Trunchbull, forces him to eat the entire cake in front of an audience. Oh, <laughs> uh, of of the kids, but he's very fat and can't eat the whole thing. Oh, well, so wait, then I... what about in our version? Miss Trunchbull eats him. So she's a cannibal murderer. Yeah, she's a cannibal. Okay, murderer. so he eats, he eats this cake and he's not supposed to. So she's like, "Come into my office. We want. I want to have a talk to you because like this, he's a university student at this point. You can't just publicly humiliate him. He's paying nine thousand pounds to be here." Yeah. Um. Which is fucking ridiculous. Um, But but that's, again, that's a different conversation. Um, So she takes him into the office, murders him and eats him, consumes consumes his flesh for sustenance. Yeah, okay. And then what? Matilda somehow has like a psychic vision of his death. Okay, what about this? What about um, what about Miss Trunchbull is also psychic? Oh, okay. So there's like a second element at him. Yeah, but but the thing is, is Matilda's powers are like... Uh, come through her like her stress and her mental like capacity to power through like her basically yeah. her courage. Miss Trunchbull gets it from eating people. Yeah, she gets it from their fear. <laughs> like, she gets it oh. from fear. Like as they say, like she's like fear supposedly spoils the meat, but I don't find it that way. And then just like takes a bite out of his face. But, like, I think that's got... a line she says in the film. I oh. I swear that's a line from the fucking. But she's got to do that really yeah. fucked up shit where her like jaw unhinges. Oh. And it's like a really, it's like one of those moments where like people look back on the show and they're like, "Why was this a thing?" But, but, this, but obviously, but <laughs> why, this, did the, why did this happen? <laughs> yeah, it'd be like some show from like the fucking like eighties where some weird shit happened and no one questioned it, and then like, yeah, like, but now you look at it again now, it's like, what the but fuck? Of course, dog? By that point, we'll be rich and probably dead. So yeah, of course, matter. because we well, of course, because this will be the best TV series ever made. Miss Trunch. Okay, so how would we end this? We got to end it. We got to find a way to end this series. How would that work? No, out? no, no. That's how we ruin it. It doesn't end. <laughs> okay. It, I mean, this is this is the advice. Like I've been planning this the entire time. Like it doesn't end because that's how we really ruin a show. Okay. Like, Miss Trunchbull just good... Miss Trunchbull just keeps coming back in like inexplicable ways. Oh, like Moriarty from Sherlock. Yeah, like in like increasingly dis- in, in increasingly disappointing and unfa- and like you know yeah. unfulfilling ways. She keeps it's coming like, back to life. It's like she's like, oh yes, I came back like the remains of the fat kid who ate the cake and we're like yeah it turns out that like anyone she eats becomes a vessel for her spirit or something yeah and she's actually like and she's like secretly eternal yeah but so she's she's actually hp lovecraft who's actually cthulhu (laughs) so it just ends so okay it doesn't end but uh like the first arc 
Like we have to, we have to find a way to wrap this up so we can close out the podcast properly with like That's a satisfying true. payoff. Okay. So like the first arc could end. So she's killed this kid. She ate his flesh. Matilda and Miss Honey, or B. Oh no, I forgot. Shit. Miss Honey and Miss Trunchbull were related in the book. Oh really? The movie. Yeah, Miss Trunchbull was her step aunt. Ah, I've got it. I've got the perfect one in this one. Okay. How to end? How to end season one? Go. Okay. No, I'm just saying that the link that you could have. Oh, okay. 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 Um, is like uh, okay. Here, oh, actually, no, I've got an idea. This is probably not going to be funny, but I. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good thing you want to hear on a comedy podcast. But like, so basically, like, the real sustenance that Mr. Trunchbull has been getting is that everyone's scared of submitting an assignment, and then B is no longer scared, submits the assignment, and Mr. Trunchbull explodes. And the reason they're linked is that Miss uh, Miss Miss Trunch- Trunchable is Miss B's like tutor. Okay, it. okay. So like, but from, like because from, the, from because the show is already so bad, like already so compelling, the ending is so like, what the fuck? That's it. And then it cuts okay. to black, like The Sopranos. Yeah, it just black like the fucking Sopranos. It just ends. It doesn't end. It just stops. <laughs> yeah, it just stops, and then the camera pans over, and it's me. It's <laughs> Me and RuPaul yelling at <laughs> as police As police officers. As police as officers, like, man, this is some fucked shit, bruv. <laughs> except, except, like, RuPaul would say it amazingly, and I would just be uh-huh. there, like, kind of basking in her presence, like, man, I wish I was that good at being alive. Jesus. On that note, I think we're going to have to wrap it up here. Thank you very much for tuning in to the first, the premiere episode of our podcast. Uh, it's called Think of the Children. You can find us on Twitter at TOTCcast, or you can drop us an email um, at TOTCcast at gmail.com. All that stuff I'll put in the description of the episode. Um, if you have any suggestions or stuff you'd like us to ruin, uh, send us send us an email there or a tweet. Thank you yes. very much. Jay, do you have anything you'd like to say to the people at home before we sign off? Uh, no. Excellent. That's, <laughs> that's what you want to hear. When you need... Wait, I'll, okay. give some, I'll give some passing advice. Okay, I like this. Okay. okay. Oh, shit. I've, I've backed myself into a corner. Uh, here's my passing advice. Never agree to give passing advice when you have no passing advice to give because you're an idiot. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Passing advice. Okay, I've been Owen Piper. I've been Jay Little. And you've been listening to Think of the Children, and this is a witty sign-off. I don't ever wanna be